Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Sunday evening or a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate all of our great listeners out there, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip through the drive-thru at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be kind of weird if Brupolo was in Purvis. Yeah, it would be. And then Bruvis, it sounds too much like a Beavis and Buddy. Yeah. Like Bruvis should be Beavis' older brother. That's true. Like, hurry, Beavis. <laughs> She will be mine. That's more Wayne's world. That was Wayne's world. Well, what did what did he say? Wayne? No, Beavis. He had or not Beavis. Butthead had some sort of like comment he made about women all the time. I can't remember what it was. Probably not safe for the show. Probably not. I I I was not allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead. I believe that. I was like seven years old. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't flip over to MTV or whatever that was on. No. At nine o'clock at night. No, that was that was like, I would watch Beavis and Butthead and then watch, um, uh, uh, Sports Center and then go to bed. That was usually like I mean, Ren and Stimpy. My mom didn't want me to watch Ooh. that. Yeah, I didn't watch much Ren and Stimpy. It was gross. Yeah, like my mom was like, "This is just terrible humor." There you go. So it was. My mom was very strict with certain things. It's okay. I'd, it's okay. Me and Big Daddy would have to would have to slip to the back room to watch Raw. <laughs> And whenever she would come in, we'd flip over to WCW Nitro. Yeah, yeah. That was tough when the Nitro girls existed. You were like, oh, God, we're, we're screwed. Yeah, we were supposed to go here. Yeah. Watching Monday Night Football at that point. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, <clears throat> say all that to say that if you want Strange Brew Coffee delivered to your door, you just got to go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, and you can pick it up and have it delivered right to you anywhere in the continental United States. Whatever kind of coffee machine you have in your house, you can have Strange Brew Coffee House in your mug every morning. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise. You can't find just anywhere else because nobody else has the biggest and best selection of it in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, Starkville's best Mexican restaurant. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. Your favorite Southern classics turned into Mexican favorites. Stuff you can't find anywhere else. Tacos you can't get anywhere else. And an atmosphere you can't get anywhere else. Nobody else has that awesome patio right there on University Drive. Such a great place to hang out and an even better place to eat. That's Humble Taco. Looking for a solution for lunch today? Go to Firehouse Subs. Grab a Firehouse Sub for lunch through the app. Your order will be ready within minutes, and you will be getting reward points, and you will be eating free sandwiches faster than you can say, see you in the next life, brah. Brah. Yeah. There you go. There. I'm just saying. So, download the Firehouse Subs app today. There's locations in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Floyd and Madison. That's Firehouse Subs. Robbie Falk, hey. back from Oxford. I made it back. I made there it through go. 
Highway nine, three straight days. I, mean, oh I, I, I was trying to tell you not to go that way, but then I remember, yeah, you don't. You, you, it's I, just quicker for you. It is much quicker for me. I'm eight miles from Eupora, which is already on the I way. I sacrificed 15 minutes to have four lane roads the whole way. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the ideal way to go. Yeah. But it's just easier for me to go through the the Highway 9 sector. Highway 9, Highway 6, when it's Oxford. You're on the highway to hell! Anyway. Uh, You're not living easy or living free in no, Oxford either. No. Apparently, you paid for a $25 pizza the other day in Oxford. I did. I did. Uh, you know, I, I Technically, I didn't pay for it. It was on Super Talk. Yeah, I was. I was on location. That counts against them. Um, I should have gotten a steak. Now that I think about it, um, I did the podcast by myself Thursday night for Friday morning after State had dropped that first game, and I, 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 it was a little somber because State had played really bad, and that had been two SEC games in a row. They had played really bad, and if they, did, I knew if they didn't turn it around, they couldn't play like that and win. They turned it around. You were in Oxford for uh, for all three games. From Thursday to Friday, what sparked the change? I thought the the appearances at the plate. I thought the the way that they approached the game was much different in those last two days than it was on the on Thursday. And now it it was not great towards the the end of that Saturday game, but you know I thought it was good enough. I think, I think they got a little too aggressive. They started looking a lot like they did for most yeah. of the game on Thursday against the bullpen on uh, Saturday, but the approach on Friday was just about perfect. Yeah, um, Hunter Elliott, a guy that's young guy that, you know, he he had a tendency to put some guys on base, <clears throat> and that's what he did. State just could not break through with a big hit, but I thought them working that pitch count and getting him to 100 pitches mm-hmm. in four, four innings, innings changed the course of the weekend. Yeah, You had to, at, from that point, from the fifth to the ninth inning, you have to. Uh, Ole Miss is using all their bullpen pieces. They even used Brandon Johnson, who was used again on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, again, Derek Diamond's punched out in the fifth inning. You go right back to the bullpen, which has been Ole Miss's weaknesses all year. Mm-hmm. Now, to their credit, they probably pitched one of their best performances of the year in the last four innings until Brandon Johnson gave up the the home run to Cumbus. Mm-hmm. But he I had to be thought, running on fumes at that point. I mean, he though. threw fifty pitches, I think. On th- on Friday, yeah, or close to it, came yeah. back and threw close to fifty pitches on Saturday, yeah. and he is he has not been a guy that's bounced back like that. He no. has not pitched in the same series at all this year, right? And has not definitely hadn't pitched back to back days. So he he pitched well though. the The one mistake he made was to Cumbus. I think one of the keys for this entire weekend was Preston Johnson being able to settle down after giving up back-to-back-to-back home runs. Mm -hmm. Most of the times, that is a knockout punch for a pitcher. They're not going to recover from that. I mean, there are a lot of times they wouldn't get out of the first inning doing that kind of thing. Uh, Instead, he settled down. He to give up one more run and another home run. I I want to comment about that in just a second. But for him to give State, keep State in the game, it saved the, the, the series and it may have saved the season. And you know that that's why he was my playmaker. Yeah, because I knew that that game was going to be big one way or the other. It was either going to be you need that ser- you need that game to win the series, or you need that game to keep the series alive. And he is your he, he is your 
horse from a mental standpoint. Mm-hmm. He might not be the best pitcher on the team. I think he's more of a bull because they call him beef. That's true. He might not be the best pitcher on the team. Right. But mentally, toughest. there might not be another person on that team that could have handled what he did. Is he this year's Houston Harding? Yeah. More talented. Yeah. But could be. Uh, but what he did on Friday night won you the series, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because guys melt in that situation. You give up four home runs before you even get through two innings. Yeah. You you haven't recorded four outs yet. You've given up four home runs. You're down four to one in that ball game. Mm-hmm. It's starting to look like you know Ole Miss is going to run away with the series. Mm-hmm. But he buckled down, didn't give anything up the rest of his day, mm-hmm. and he allowed the offense to finally break through to the bullpen when they had been kind of doing similarly to him. They had been grinding out those at bats. Yeah, they weren't getting the big hits. They're stranding guys in the first few innings. They were. They, they stranded a lot of guys. They weren't getting the hits, but they. I mean. 30 pitches in the first inning. I think he had 60 after you know two and a third or something. Mm-hmm. He was up to 100 pitches in four innings. Mm-hmm. You have done your job, whether you've scored runs or not, you've done your job to knock the starter out of the ballgame. And mm-hmm. from there, it turned into a bullpen game, and Mississippi State's bullpen was better. I thought from a bullpen perspective, this was State's best weekend of the year. Yeah. You know, I mean, Tuller, I know he walked the one guy on a, on a really close pitch, but he only had faced a couple batters and he did his job. I thought Fristo was good. Uh, and I think he got it. Didn't he get a strikeout? He did on, on Friday, on Friday night, or Thursday or Friday. Thursday night. You're right. Correct. Thursday. They lost the game, but him yeah. and Fristo both pitched both well. Pitched well. Pico Con pitched well outside of the uh, the one mistake to uh, to Gonzalez there in the ninth. Um, I mean, I just thought overall State was was good out of the bullpen this weekend. And this was going to be every week. It's piecing it together, finding <clears> matchups. You know, one guy might have to come back. You know, Casey Hunt did go to – he was my playmaker. Yep. He, and he got had to go two times this weekend and, and got a couple of saves. Wasn't great on Friday, but I think that – I th- I don't think – you know, your mindset changes mm-hmm. when you're going from, I need to come in here and shut this thing down to We're up the team just expanding the lead and you're yeah. up six runs. Agreed. If Landon Sims came in right there – I could see Landon giving up a couple runs. He yeah, actually, that's a good call. you know, he did that against Vanderbilt last year. Mm-hmm. If you remember, mm-hmm. Vanderbilt State had a State had a pretty good lead. The Saturday game with Bednar, yeah, yeah, State had a pretty good lead. He came in, and they got a couple of runs. And Things started getting in. hairy, and then he settled in. Yeah. So you saw what I believe has become the real KC Hunt. Yeah. On Saturday, yeah, a guy that can come in there and shut down the game. The confidence is just starting to pour out of that kid. Yeah. And this right is what th- right on time for state. I mean, this is what the coaches saw all throughout the fall, early spring. KC was th- who they said was their best pitcher that they saw in the fall, mm-hmm. um, and that's why a lot of people were kind of surprised he came out there and, and didn't have a good start that first yeah. start. But I think you're starting to see him blossom into the player that that um, that he's been billed to be. And also, you know, I I just. I feel like this bullpen looks a lot better with a guy like that. It does. But you know, because there's for weeks and weeks you're looking for who is going to be who is a guy that can come in and shut this game down. Mm-hmm. Now you have a guy that you feel like can come in the ball game in the ninth inning with a one run lead and close it out. Yeah, that changes a lot of things for Mississippi State, and there's still some things to piece out. But there's no question in the last three weeks that this bullpen has matured. We've seen. You know, there's still some uncertainty with Jackson Fristo, but we've seen enough from him now that we know that he can get it done. Yeah. Uh, Pico Khan has really grown. Yeah. He's a guy that you feel comfortable about. Yeah. 
there's just a couple of pieces left yeah. that you feel like you can – because let's be honest, the starting well, pitching right now is really good for Mississippi State. And if Tuller can continue to be a matchup guy against lefties, you know, you like to see him get more than one guy, but you know that sort of is what it is. Tally at least is not afraid. He'll go out there and pitch. Hit those strikes. And, and, you know, maybe one more guy. I don't know who Tally, it is. Tally can become a guy that eats up some innings for you. Yeah, especially like, in the midweek. I mean, he could be like what Preston Johnson did for you against Vanderbilt last yeah. year. Yeah. Like, I could see him, if you get a big lead on somebody, you can throw him three innings and he can – I mean, he, if he gets shelled in a couple innings, you still have like a six-run lead or something. Yeah. You, you've you been care. able to save good good pieces. But yeah, I and mean, then you know, obviously losing Brooks Auger, which you reported on uh, Friday, that that hurts a lot. That hurts, Thursday. and yeah. you know, Parker Stinnett is. It looks like he's probably done. Yeah, no but, update there, but yeah. Um. So here's here's my next thing. I think we see Andrew Walling on Tuesday against, against Ole, Miss. Ole Miss. Yes. If huge if if you get something of substance from him and something starts to click, then you really start to make some progress here with this bullpen. And this is what you need, man. I mean, And we said this all last year about Eric Sarantola. Man, what, what if, if he man? gets it together, this team can make a run, which they end up doing anyway. Yeah. But, and he, he's ended up getting it together. <clears throat> because he was so fresh. I mean, he hardly pitched at all last year. And now he's in the minors striking guys out. Yeah, he had 10 strikeouts last week. Mm. But – I just feel like there's you know one or two more pieces is all state really really needs to be competitive because for once and, and it's it's been a while probably maybe 2016 since I felt this confident about starting rotation maybe 2018 uh, when you had Pilkington and Ethan Small this this is a solid rotation. This is a rotation that I could see Brandon Smith, Preston Johnson, and Kate Smith, I could see in all three games that they pitch in a weekend going six innings. And that is that's good work. If you can get three guys starting and going six innings and they don't get blown up early mm-hmm. in the ball games, all three of those guys I feel confident going out and competing for you. Yeah. And that's the first time in a while that you have felt that confident about a starting rotation, is it not? I mean, last year you knew about Will Bednar. Christian McLeod was a relative unknown there yeah. late in the year. You didn't have a Sunday starter that you felt confident this in. Is, this Houston is about Harding. the time where Harding starts to take over that Sunday. Start. Yeah. Well, shoot, it was it was regionals before you. You really, really locked in, yeah. Because Fristo started, if you remember, they started that Campbell game. Yeah. And he got blown out, you know, in the first couple of innings, and they had to bring in Houston Harding. So I, I think Brandon Smith has settled this rotation. Yes, I agree. And with now that. it's about getting what you need in the back end of the games from this bullpen. Let's talk about you and you having one of the most correct statements ever on this podcast when you said, solo home runs don't beat you. That was the ultimate example on Friday. That's all they did. That And that, you know, we talked about when we were previewing Ole Miss, we talked about the approach that they have at the plate. Mm-hmm. And when you play in a ballpark like that, State, got, State was a victim of it too. Mm-hmm. You, your eyeballs get pretty big. Mm-hmm. You know, State hit – I think Saturday – the home run from Hunter Hines, mm-hmm. and you know the when they started scoring some runs, I think that was a detriment to State down the stretch. Yeah, because right Yeager's after they knocked team. out Jaeger, yeah. So after after Hines and Jaeger's home runs, it was let's see how many we can launch out of here. Yeah, Jaeger caught a floater. I mean, basically yeah. a breaking ball that broke too much. Yeah, and 
That way he crushed it. But everybody the, else, you're right, they were sort of swinging out of the boots. Looking. And they had 13 strikeouts against the bullpen. Mm-hmm. It got to the point where it was just kind of comical. But a lot of it, too, was you know the strike zone was bad on Saturday, too, and it, the guys just didn't adjust to it. But mm-hmm. um, that is Ole Miss's approach, and that is why they're in the position that they're in. Almost every single run they scored on the weekend was from home runs. Mm-hmm. The, and, the, and only one of them was a multi-run home run. Two. Gonzalez, right? Two. The three oh, Grams. Yeah. yeah. Three so, run home runs. So their Graham. first runs and their last runs of the weekend were off of a multi-run home run. Yeah. Everything else, solo shots, or and I think they had a sack fly in there somewhere. And I just think when a team is in its sweet spot. They did. It was almost a grand slam, now that I think about it. Yeah. When a team is in its sweet spot offensively. Mm-hmm. You're going the opposite field. Mm-hmm. You're getting line drives. You're getting you know gap to gap. I just don't think the teams that are rearing back there and 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 hitting a lot of home runs are the most effective offensively. And that's that's actually the opposite of what I thought this Ole Miss offense was going to be preseason. But they've turned into this like beer league softball team. We're going to try to hit a bunch of home runs, yeah. and that's why they're in the position they're in. I mean. These solo home runs don't do anything to you. And Preston Johnson and Mississippi State proved that on Friday when they hit four home runs in the first four innings and the State scored nine unanswered. Or I guess nine what, straight. Uh, they were answered eventually. Have you? Has there been a, a, a verdict from uh, the message board on who should start this game tomorrow? Chris Lamonis is watching intently. Yes. Uh, Lamonis has, has put out a challenge to Mississippi State fans on Gene's page. To and he specifically mentioned Gene's page. I uh, hate to hear that. Yeah, uh, come to, on, Coach. What's up? Six pack not good enough for you? No, it's not. He's he's an avid reader can't, of Gene's page. He can't. First, oh, 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 oh! With the avid reader, all right. That's that's trademarked. Is it really? Oh yeah, big time. By you? By six pack? Y'all have not trademarked that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you something. Let right me speak here. to your lawyer. We have one. Yeah, <laughs> you've trademarked. As far as avid reader, as far as we are concerned, yes, it's trademark. Oh, I'll say whatever I want to, as long as it's it's not a law. Let me see if I can find. You can't tell me what to do. I just did. I just did tell you, and then I just told you that you couldn't tell me what to do. But you should. So see, yeah, avid readers, right there. Oh my God, you didn't create avid avid readers. How dare you discuss the avid reader like he doesn't like to be discussed either. Your your message board would not exist, by the way, without Gene's page. I've been told. Yeah, you're right. It wouldn't. So you owe you owe it all to Gene's page. Here's what we owe him right there. You can guess what it was out there in Radio Land. Uh, I think Hunter Hines did that the other day. I, I, I heard it was a little chippy there at the end, <laughs> wasn't it? Might make may make for some uh, some fireworks on uh, Hunter on Hines or Ben Van Cleve. Who are you taking? Hines. Really? Oh, yeah. Ben Van Cleve's a big, big boy, man. I don't know. I just something about Hunter Hines, man. He looks like he's just both of those not guys trifled with. Th- there would be a lot of blood. Th- that's a good old fashioned country. And it, fight it would right be, out. you know, it would be some haymakers too. Like it would, you know, those they're both country strong. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I covered Ben Van Cleve in high school when mm-hmm. he was at Indianola, mm-hmm. and he was football, baseball, basketball. He did it all. Yeah. So in basketball, he would just move people out of the. He would just bowl through people. Strong as when men are banging you. Big meaty me. Did you see this thing with Charles Barkley? No, the thing with Barkley's talking about playing on the low block, and he's talking about like, and men are banging you. (laughs) 
And he's like, and when they're banging you, they got you bent. Like, I think he said, like, you got you bent over. Oh, my God. And Shaq is on the other side of the table, and he is falling apart. I'll find the video for you. He's talking about men banging you the whole oh, time. Oh, okay. Uh, Moving on from that. Who, who starts Tuesday night? Oh, my goodness. I don't even know. I mean, I, I mean, think. you put Jack Walker out there? I think I might start with Pico Khan. You think he's good to go after? I mean, that's two days. Oh, well, he's rest. got. Yeah, I mean that is. He pitched two days in a row. Yeah. That's tough. Same with KC. <sighs> you know, I, you this, know who did, I think this game's going to be wild. You know, who only pitched a couple of batters. Is Cam Tuller. Do you start Cam Tuller? <laughs> no, no. I mean, does it really matter? Like, okay, you just immediately dismiss. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No offense crazy. to Cam Tuller, right. but I mean, Jack Walker is. I mean, right now he's putting the walk in Walker. Yeah, when he's been out there, he just do can't. You, he just can't pitch? play strikes consistently, right now. And that's he's, he's a typical freshman. Do you pitch Brandon Smith? On no, four days rest, and then let him pitch on Sunday against Missouri. Absolutely not. I don't know. Then I don't know who they're going to throw. I mean, the best thing you know, the best thing I saw was Logan Tanner. Let yeah, pitch. Let's see ninety nine. Here's who I who's here's who I think was in more Lane Forsyth. Oh, he'll pitch some. I don't know if he'll start, but just just throw Andrew Walling out there right away. Just pitch to your arm falls off, kid. And either Ole Miss is going to win by twenty, or State will somehow win that game. So I mean, Ole Miss doesn't have anybody that they feel That's confident the thing in. Too, yeah. This is going to be a wild midweek. Should be a big a big high scoring game down there in Pearl for you guys. Who, you would uh, think who had to watch that. State tries to. Uh, really take the season series from the Rebels and make it 3-1 and win the Governor's Cup for, the, I believe, the sixth straight time. Fifth, I think. Because the 2020... The, but they didn't play... It's six straight series, so it's six straight Governor's Cups. But they didn't... They, they didn't, didn't play the series in 2020. In 2021, either. They also, didn't they didn't play the, Governor's Cup last year. You're right. Yeah. You're correct. I had to correct myself earlier yeah. today so when I was five straight Governor's Cups if State can get the win on Tuesday. Let's move on into the second half of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Fine friends of Preston Johnson, I'm sure. Beef. Beef. It's what's for dinner. It's also what's on the mound Friday nights for uh, for the Bulldogs. Or I guess uh, Saturday nights now that you think about it. And when you're cooking out, I mean, beef is the way to go. Put a steak on the grill. Put some, uh, put some beef ribs. Beef ribs are a very highly underrated cut. Both the back ribs and the short ribs. Brisket, tri-tip. I'm telling you, Kroger here in Starville's had tri-tips out there in the meat counter the past few weeks. I need to go grab one. Uh, but, of course, if it's just burgers and a ribeye, man, you just can't go wrong with beef. When you're looking for recipes, go to msbeef.org. They also have a ton of information about our beef providers here in the Magnolia State. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. We will see you on Wednesday at Two Brothers for Dinner. Robbie oh, Falk. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, I hadn't. Hey, we're going hey. to have a third wheel. Who? Mr. Lee Battle is going to join us. Absolutely. Are you picking up his tab, too? No, he said, he told me... He just wanted to tag along, right. but he said, "You now look here. Believe me, you don't have to pay for mine." I was like, "Thank God, he's not allowed to pay for mine." No, 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 no. no. We, we we know that. All right, then. But I mean, by all means, Lee Battleship. I might have to take out a second mortgage if I have to pay for both of you guys. You got to pay for both of us. That's gonna be an issue, especially you know. They might have to shut it down and just make it a private party. We for are us. out of pig. We're out. <laughs> we got no more pig. The good thing is Lee's got the connections, and we know we're gonna have the food. Exactly. You would think. And so, when you go to Two Brothers, you've got the food as well. Everything on the menu is a winner, top to bottom. There's just not anything that I w- There's nothing on that menu I would say, well, just, eh. it, does, it just doesn't exist, man. Even, even the things that I haven't tried, the people I've been with people who've tried them, and they're like, it's great. 
Like I've never had the pork belly tacos that. that Have you had the corn? The street corn? It's awesome. I haven't had it. I need to try that. Really good. Yeah, really, really good. Head over to Two Brothers Guys in the heart of the Cotton District. That's the place for smoked Southern soul food. Advantage Business Systems makes it really easy when they say great products and great service. Everybody says it though. What makes them different? Well, do you own a business? Have you ever had a copier breakdown or a printer? And you try to get somebody on the phone to fix that thing for you? It's like pulling teeth. Not with Advantage Business Systems because you're talking to somebody here in the state of Mississippi. Somebody who can schedule an appointment to come out there usually within one day, no later than two. And somebody who is a Mississippian just like you and your neighbor. They want to get you back up and running. That's the difference Advantage Business Systems makes. Their number is 601-362-9192 or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. When you mentioned like pulling teeth, that always reminds me of like the one of the first press conferences we had with Doug Novak, and he was talking about like he he wanted he was yeah like, yeah yeah I remember yeah. I want people to know when they play Mississippi State it's like going to the dentist it's just no fun I feel bad you know I got a friend who's a dentist it's it's never that bad when I go Tim there. Watley no 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 I've never been to Doctor Watley you know <laughs> so I go to I go to Coates and Ferguson or as I prefer to call it Ferguson and Coates. They have, um, I think he I, hope had, he, I hope he's listening. No, I, I think go he now to, has I go a, to Coates. Don't they have a dentistry in uh, Louisville now? I don't know the answer to that. So My favorite part of going to uh, to the dentist, though, is his receptionist, Miss Sherry, mm-hmm. the, one of the nicest ladies in the city oh, of Louisville. Oh, Sherry, I love That's twice we've broken down the song. I, I think we should do that more often. We should break out. Of the, we, we harmonize so well together. But no, she's really super nice. So that's That is a great solo album. Mm-hmm. By Steve Perry. Yeah. Led off by that one. Yeah. That's that's classic. Speaking of great songs. Alright, MSU back into the transfer portal. Hunter Washington from Florida State, uh, a four-star prospect out of high school, rated as the number 19 corner in the country, the number 252 player in the country regardless of position. So right outside the top 247 that uh, that they put out every year. Offers from, I mean, this is a pretty extensive list. We'll start with Alabama, Auburn, Colorado, Florida, LSU, Mississippi State, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Penn State. Tennessee, Texas, Texas A&M, U.S. You get the point. Out of high school, everybody wanted a piece of this kid. Uh, part of the class of 2021, which means he would be, he probably have four years left, wouldn't he? Three or four. That's the golden goose right that there. Is, that is exactly what Mississippi State needed. Yeah. Now, the, he's got to be a contributor. Right. But State had to have somebody that can fall in behind this group that's about to leave. Because mm-hmm. when we were doing the safety breaks down the other day, yeah. I didn't even I, I didn't even it didn't register with me until I looked at that roster. Yeah. That state's about to lose like the two deep yeah. at safety. Yeah. Like they had like four or so five. You think this is more of a safety, even though he's listed as a corner. I would think, but you know five eleven, one eighty, I mean he's gotta put some weight uh, on him. Yeah, maybe he is a corner. Well I mean I I, I don't it, know much about this kid. I mean I I just I saw Paul posting that he was coming coming through here on a visit or something, but I he just committed bef- like right before of we started. All the it. guys to break news, not Paul, not Steve, not not Robbie, Darcel McBath 
Yeah, but didn't the kid tweet it out? Well, he, he tweeted it, and McBath was the first one on it. That's crazy. You never see that. Um, I, you know, maybe he is a corner. I don't know. Well, I, if that's the case, I don't. I, don't I, I literally do not know anything about this last kid. Last year, I, you had Emerson and Forbes, and I mean, you had really not a lot behind them. That you need a corner too. This year, you've gotten Forbes, the number one JUCO corner in the country, into Carlos Nicholson. A four-star transfer from Alabama, and now a four-star transfer from Florida State. Mm-hmm. And you have DeCameron Richardson, who was a four-star out of high school, who played well when he had to last year. All of a sudden, this is a position of strength if these guys all pan out. Yeah, they need to pan out, and they need depth. Whether he's – I didn't know what – I mean, 5'11", that seems like a, a corner. But I don't, I don't know what position he's going to play. I, like I said, I don't know anything about the guy. All I know is he's a defensive back, and Mississippi State needs to build depth. Um, in, in the defensive backfield. Now, I, I've been encouraged with what I've seen um, at a couple of practices that we went to, that uh, scrimmage we went to when Jordan Matthews made that big play was really encouraging. Corey Ellington's been really good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the guys are performing out there, but you still need that depth. You need, you need to have solid depth across the board, and they've got to balance these classes out a little bit. I mean, well, right now, the, the, the safety group, the class, the classes there is just – it's kind of scary to look at. You have Sean Preston, Colin Duncan. Who else is back there? Jalen Green. Uh, is Jordan Matthews a senior? No, he's he's a freshman. No. Jordan, oh, Jordan Matt, Jackie Matthews. Jackie Matthews. Jordan. You just combined Jordan Mosley and Jackie Matthews into one. Super yeah, sorry, Jack Jackie Matthews. I'm sorry. Um, you got a bunch of upperclassmen there, and you've got to be able to balance this out. This is a good guy to to bring in, and you know you, you never know with some of these guys. You know he could he could have been processed. I don't know his story or whatever, but right. Um, you know some of these guys that come from Power Five schools that process, they're not good enough to beat out some of the other guys, mm-hmm. and they come to Mississippi State and they're they're no good. Yeah. Um, so the hope here is he's just looking for a new start somewhere, yeah. and he still can be really productive. I mean, he's a redshirt freshman, so I mean, yeah. how much? Opportunity to have to prove himself. Maybe it's just not the right fit for him at Florida State. He I don't know. Just, he might just want to leave Florida State. He might, you know. So good pickup for Mississippi State again, and we've talked about it a number of times, Robbie. We expect State to be active in the transfer portal over the next few weeks. Now that spring practices are starting to come to an end, uh, offensive lineman definitely a, a place to look. And then, I mean, where else would they look? I don't know. Maybe maybe a defensive lineman if there's somebody you can't pass up. Uh, maybe a, a, another receiver if there's somebody you can't pass up. Um, yeah, you know. I, I would go after another receiver, honestly. Yeah, I mean, why not? Why not? You got him. So. You can never have too many in this offense. Good good pickup for Mississippi State. And uh, like we said, that cornerback position all of a sudden is very interesting. Very interesting for the Bulldogs. All right, that's it for us for the week. We're shutting it down back on Tuesday of next week. So no Monday podcast wrapping up the Missouri series. We'll do that on Tuesday. Uh, and um, there you go. I'm on Sports Talk Mississippi today uh, as you're listening on Monday. Uh, and then I'll get on Tuesday, and then I'm out from there as well. So you're stuck with Richard and Borky. I know it's going to be tough with that old third string hey dad there, but I think we'll be okay. So, <laughs> you, did you see that guy? I did. I oh saw that. Oh, my God. The, these people. The, these people. Those people. I mean, it's just where, where, where did they get the nerve? I have no idea. All he right. wasn't very happy with you the other day, I guess, for not wearing your blue polo to the remote. I sent Robbie a text on Friday. I was like, I specifically went and got a, a different color polo <laughs> so you couldn't gripe at me. Every single time Brian's on a remote somewhere, he's wearing blue. No, no. it's you're prob- the, Wearing blue, and I wore, went to West Point the other day, I wore, I wore a blue shirt. It was teal, but whatever. I know. But 
when I go to Oxford, I had like the last couple times worn a blue shirt. So I was just like, I'll make sure that I wore a gray shirt. Trying to fit in with those people over well, there. Well, wouldn't wearing gray sort of fit in with them too? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They're a little gray. And old times there, they are not forgotten. That's what they tell me anyway. <laughs> All right. So you guys enjoy the week, and I'll be back with you on uh, on Tuesday. What is that? The, the first? Uh, the day the transfer portal no, closes? The, we'll be back the, Monday night, the second, and Tuesday, the third. That's when we'll be back. So A month before my birthday. How about that? Lock it in. Here we go. All right, guys. Have a good one. Talk to you again very, very soon. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk. Mississippi Media Production.